Hi guys, today we are going to discuss what you need to know in this crazy market before you jump into a building. Is it rain screened? Why you need it? And if it doesn't have it, it's going to, so steer clear. Welcome guys. Today, as you can see, I have no one beside me, it's just myself. We're going with wisdom only today, not the youth of the market, which is Ben. Of course he will be missed, but he is elsewhere assisting our clients in a purchase right now. So today we're gonna go way back to when I was created to the 80s. We're gonna do a little history lesson here. Uh, as I see the market quickly heating up, it brings me back to those 2016 days when you would see people making purchasing decisions very quickly under a lot of pressure with very limited subjects, which is very scary uh, for people for a, a variety of reasons, as you can tell. But much more so, which what we're going to talk about today is because they're not doing a full due diligence a lot of the time about the buildings. And the buildings, as you know, especially if you're buying strata, can be very expensive to own in. It's not just buying the unit that you're living in, you're buying your percentage of the whole building. And when the building goes through a problem, so do you. So uh, this heated market brings me to today's topic, which I wanna speak to you about rain screening. If I can make this entertaining, that's gonna be a, a big achievement in, uh, in my mind. Rain screening, um, as some of you may or may not know, the leaky condo issue uh, that we faced here in BC for many years started way back when I was born, early 80s, uh, and carried through to basically 2000. So we had two decades of uh, building boom, really in the early 80s where it started, um, where we had some material brought up from our beloved friends down in California, that California face sealed stucco that was used so commonly, and we used it during that building boom. Um, and it created a problem for us. Uh, there's two main key issues that we've got from it, which I'm gonna go to in a second. Um, but what this has done is since kind of the uh, early 90s to 2000, over $4 billion of remediation costs, over 900 buildings and 31,000 units have been affected by this. And there's still hundreds of buildings that have not yet gone through this remediation process. And the goal of this little segment is for you to do a little bit more due diligence to stay away from these types of buildings because a lot of people don't know about it. That's buyers and realtors included. Uh, so you don't get caught up in these immense expenses as I just discussed. So let's get into those two points. Okay, so issue number one. Uh, if you go look downtown specifically and you look at the high rises and you see one that is stucco, it looks like concrete, but if you knock on it, it sounds hollow. And you see no overhangs on the building. This was a specific um, design practice because at the time overhangs on a building were included in your FSR which is your floor space ratio which the developers are allowed a maximum amount to build so they would cut the overhangs off allowing them to build bigger units uh, which they can obviously sell for more you can't sell an overhang for anything so with that in mind you've got buildings now with a full uh, face with no overhangs in Vancouver, as we beautifully know, not right now luckily, but a lot of the year it rains. So with no overhangs, you've got that element of rain hitting the side of the building directly. These buildings can stay wet for weeks and even months on end, as we know, and when that water gets in, you've got a little seal around each window, which is a caulking seal. And over the years, this caulking will dry as it's expanding and subtracting, uh, dry out and crack. 
once this caulking is cracked and that rain hits the direct side of the wall because there's no overhangs, now the rain is inside your exterior wall and it cannot escape. So what does it do? It rots everything. So the second problem we now have, now we've got water inside our exterior walls, which is not good because it can't go anywhere. And again, as stated before, it's going to rot. Additionally, we now have our seasons up here in BC, four beautiful seasons. And in the winter seasons, it is cold outside and hot inside, which additionally creates condensation, which additionally gets stuck in that exterior wall with nowhere to go. So now we have water and condensation both in our exterior building walls with no place to go but rotting the building from the inside out. Now in conclusion, we do have a fix. The fix is called rain screening. This came into play late 90s, so you've got very primitive rain screening in towers from the late 90s and mandatory onwards from that. What that technology does, which when you see the towers draped in tarps and it looks like a big cocoon, they've ripped the exterior wall off and they're putting a rain screened exterior wall back into place. What this does is leaves a little cavity, an air cavity, so when that water comes in, it's got an exit path to get out. It leaves free-flowing, breathable walls, so when it's cold outside and hot inside, the condensation can flow in and out. So we've now got a system in place, all the new buildings mandatorily have it, you don't need to worry. Uh, 80s to 90s buildings that did not have it need to be replaced with it, which side note is typically the largest uh, replacement cost of any remediation work in any building. So again, another reason why I really want people to know what this is and steer clear of it. Uh, and it's really a matter of being diligent as possible, working with your realtor, educating yourself on what these things are. If you love a building because the inside of the unit is beautiful and freshly renovated, is the building itself going to cost you the money in the future? That's the key. So it's not a matter of if it will need to be rain screened, it's a matter of when it will need to be rain screened, if it falls in this category. If you have any more questions on this amazing topic, call or email me direct, please comment below, and I hope you find this educational. Goodbye, good night, comment often. <laughs>